Good morning, and welcome to Morning Fuel. I'm Mac Jarvis, and I pray that this bite-sized piece of God's Word will be just what you need to start your day. Do you get into the Christmas spirit? It would be hard to define what that is because it looks and feels differently in each of us, and apparently some get more or less than others. But there does seem to be something mystical about the Christmas season, no matter how young you are or old you get. Each year, it seems... We're pulled back into a place of focusing on joy and peace, even if we're struggling in our lives, even if we're struggling with the holiday blues or holiday exhaustion. Most people seem to get a little kinder, quickly offering holiday greetings, a genuine smile, offering up good deeds. Perhaps it originates from our childhoods where there was mystique and the building of family traditions. Certainly if there are kids involved now that you are older, it, even, it does add to the Christmas spirit. And I think the stronger your family traditions are and the closer your family remains, the more pleasing your Christmas spirit is. Well, while there's so much involved in the coming of Christ to save us, I think one of the elements that most shines through during this Christmas season, and I'm speaking about believers, Christ followers, and I think it is at the root of this, of this feeling of Christmas spirit, it is, is the reminder of hope. That in spite of or despite what's not right about us or in our lives, God has come anyway, and he has come for us. He gave us his best. He gave us a Savior, even though we are at times when we're at our worst. Long ago, sitting in a seminary class, I had a professor say, and here's the most significant verse of Scripture in all the Bible, and the verse that Uh, that despite what's happening to me or around me, gives me the most hope. Now, that's a big claim, and I'm waiting for this profound discovery. And he read from Luke 2, verse 7, which says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Boil it all away. Look above and below or however you can see around the chaos, the, the craziness, the disappointments, and you will see that he was born. He came. He came here. He came for me. He came for you. This is hope. Not wishful thinking, but a gift that God has given to us that can become of value that describes and defines me. And in the same way that The tiniest spark is visible in total darkness. The tiniest amount of hope, again, not wishful thinking, but truly knowing that God is here and that he is working and that his purposes are being fulfilled. The tiniest amount of hope can bring joy and peace and blessing into the nastiest of messes. I think if your Christmas spirit can be fueled by your hope in Jesus Christ, you'll have it every day. And it will leak out into the other months of the year. But during this Advent season, it's magnified and intensified as you put together all the other pieces of a Christmas celebration. In Romans 13, Paul offers a prayer for the Christians in Rome. It's a prayer that I'm praying for my church during this Christmas season. And I began today praying it for you. It's it's Romans 15, 13. Paul offers this special prayer. He said of those people, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to pray that same prayer for you. 
Heavenly Father, may your son, your daughter's Christmas spirit originate from the hope that is in Jesus Christ and the reality that he has come and that he has come for them. And may you, the God of hope, fill them with all joy and peace as they trust you and believe you, that they may abound in hope by the power of your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.